During the last few nights, I've wept so much that it seems unbearable even to myself. I saw one of my fellow soldiers weep also, but for a different reason. He was weeping for the tanks he lost. They were his whole pride. Tanks. Oh, the memory. <laughs> <laughs> and though I don't... Dolan grabs me right here. <laughs> and though I don't understand my own weakness, I do understand how a man can mourn dead war material. I'm a soldier, and I'm prepared to believe that tanks are not inanimate material to him. But everything considered, the remarkable fact is that two men weep at all. I was always susceptible to tears. A moving experience or a noble action made me weep. It could happen in the movie theater when I read a book or saw an animal suffer. I cut myself off from external circumstances and immersed myself in what I saw and felt. But the loss of material goods never bothered me. Therefore, I've, I've been incapable of weeping about tanks, which, when they ran out of gas, were used in the open steps as artillery and thus easily shot to bits. But seeing a fine man, a brave, tough, and unyielding soldier cry like a child over them, that did make my tears flow. On Tuesday, I knocked out two T-34s with my mobile anti-tank gun. Curiosity had lured them behind our lines. It was grand and impressive. Afterwards, I drove past the smoking remains. From a hatch, there hung a body, head down, his feet caught, and his legs burning up to his knees. The body was alive, the mouth moaning. He must have suffered terrible pain. And there was no possibility of freeing him. Even if there had been, he would have died after a while. I shot him. And as I did it, the tears ran down my cheeks. Now I've been crying for three nights about a dead Russian tank driver whose murderer I am. I only have three rounds left. And shooting tanks is not like playing billiards. But during the night, I cry without control, like a child. What will all this lead to? I had a feeling not today I'd like to express, which was, it seems that, say, say even the American Indians have been around for 10,000 years, say that mankind has been around, man, not the monkey, but the, the monkey become man, for so like 20,000 years. Uh, it seems to me that, like, the experiment called man has, like, not failed, but has, it, it has, has come to a point where what we call mankind and humanity and all these catchwords is going to have to change, man, because, like, you can no longer say that was an inhuman act because the definition of humanity by its by its facts is, is unlimited. M men can do anything. So That's I, called thermofacts. Thermofacts. When they do anything. Yeah, when they really get when they you know when they get when, the, when there's a hot town in the in the old tomb tonight. So I think there's a big change coming, man. I think there's a war going on. You don't have to fight it. You don't have to be part of it. But I, I think that uh, this is no time it's for surprises anymore. Sing, pang, saucy, the bullet sing. Oh, that's nice. Dream an air by the sandbags of a day when war will cease, when Anz and Fritz and Bill and me will clink our mugs in fraternity and the brotherhood of labor will be the brotherhood of peace. The schnifter! The schnifter's back! Finally, no more war! Can, can I can I read a serious poem? Sure. 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 I preface that so you guys won't do can sound I like effects a all over it. Yeah. For a second so it won't feel yeah. like a sound effect. It's so hard turning away. This is for my old lady. <clears throat> I am an old man remembering now. I am an old man looking through my eye sockets. This old man now, what is he doing? What is his world? How did this all come out? Old man, look around you. Tell me what you see. Tell your dream what you see. Terry and the pirates. Hello, little Phil, I love you. There is a screen like this on the window of your room at 742 Garland Avenue, Fresno, California.
it is torn in one place. That's my home. I don't mind. I don't mind stopping the show for that, oh, Mr. Oh, yeah, I thought it was pretty good. I don't good, mind that know? at all. I, I yep. cried in the last yeah, four lines. A tear to my eye. Everything I don't understand makes me cry. It's I the know, greatest man. cover in the well, world. Well, that's why I said it was for my lady, because it's really kind of kind of personal, you know. Meaning, I don't know what it means either. Chinese. I wrote it when I was drunk. Chinese grass is like Chinese Homer. One little tap, and you're over the fence. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, a Chinese become, Homer, man. Did, does everybody know what a Chinese Homer is, or did we explain no. that last week? No. A Chinese Homer, man, is a fly ball that just clears the outfield fence. It's the least effort you it's need. It's the least effort home run. It's a Zen right. home run. Right. Man. right. A Chinese Homer. That's Whatever happened to China? Well, it's China, there. Yeah, that's right. China, like grass, was made illegal. Yeah. That's right. Mm. See, do you remember? Well, see, one of the things I want to express. Uh, right away is that I personally want to keep grass illegal. Oh, yeah. I want to keep it illegal because remember when food was illegal? Yeah. Remember how good it tasted? And even if you had to go to jail now and then, it, you know, when they caught you eating it, it smelled and felt so good that it seemed worth it. You're a complete madman. better then. I was more depressed. Yeah, but yeah, I liked right. it then. But now food's legal and there isn't a really good restaurant in L.A. So <laughs> keep, keep grass where it belongs. And there's another question, which is, if grass is legalized, then, then there's going to be millions and millions and millions of world credits going into the, the tax coffins of this country from smoking grass. And that they're just going to buy um, rubber machine guns with that and go, uh, <laughs> go shoot all the connections. So maybe it's better if it's illegal. Uh, my, I have a bill in Congress which would make both the use and the arrest for use of marijuana illegal. <laughs> <laughs> that's the that's, that's the other a very apt solution. Yeah, that's that's like the, solution. Uh, well, they on, the, on the park. Oh, yeah. Can I get this yeah, out sure. because I don't know if it's going to work or not? Is this but I'll try. It. Free parking. Uh, no, you can. Uh, you could keep off the grass on the lawn order. On the lawn order. Lawn mm -hmm. order, right? Yeah. Lawn, lawn order. Lawn keep lawn off the grass. grass on the lawn order. Right. Yeah. That's good. I that's just wrote, nice. I just wrote that just now. Yeah, it doesn't make any sense either. <laughs> I read in TV Guide this week. On there's a, there's a big placard project you have to get. TV Guide. Safari through darkest television. TV Guide. Where are we going? Who are we? What channel are we on? Yesterday in Saipan, the Japs killed 17 Americans. Yeah, I was standing right next to him. He's going home next Tuesday, happy as a lark. He just received a letter from his kid, and he struck a match to show me as we stood there in the dark when that bleeding got him on the lid. He was killed so awful sudden that he hadn't time to die. He sort of jumped and came down with a thud. Listen. Uh, to what? Listen to what? <laughs> right. Listen to the sound of the oh, wind. Oh, yes, yes. I have, I've got to make this mention. i got four puppies, uh, which were born on Christmas morning. Are you going to huckster off those puppies, Berkman? Friends, Berkman, here he goes. These puppies are guaranteed to pee absolutely anywhere, and that means geographical freedom for you. Yes, friends, they're out of Nergi, my Boston terrorist, and uh, the father is a UFD. That's an unidentified <laughs> flying dog. Friends, these little puppies are named Yildiz, that's a female, Railroad Bill, a male, the Corn Maiden, a six-month, a six-week dyke, and old Forhawk, who's an archetypal dog. And uh, if you want one of these dogs, you write me care of KPPC, uh, Pasadena, and give me your telephone number. And if uh, you're the first letter in, I'll call you up, and you can pick up the dog next week. That's Yildiz and the Corn Maiden for females, and Railroad Bill and old Forhawk for males. Do you have his stamp? Do I have his stamp yeah. here? Oh, oh, stamped on me. Thank again. you. They're and really stamped, nice stamped. little sniffers. Oh, nice little sniffers and nice stinkers. And they eat those little shlopas oh, yeah. all over the house and the oh, sherpas. Yeah. Yeah. And put them in the bed. And your house is so small, right. boy. You must really be having trouble with all I, those I little puppies. All organic, wall-to-wall -wall little shlopas yeah, all over the place. Boy. We close the door. Yeah. 
You can dry them and smoke them, and you feel like a, you feel like a schlager. Yeah. Creamy. The eighth Mother's Day, May 8, 1960, I went to Evelyn's and oh had a lovely God. day. May 9th, I'm getting a new permanent wave at Hollywood Beauty. Uh, straw. May 9th, oh, it was a rotten wave. Worst I ever had. Also, 50 cents for cake. May 4th, Evelyn came over, gave me my advance. 250 got my new gown. Paid 206. Uh, let's see, money is two. Uh, permanent wave was 550. I had my permanent wave done over May 17th on Tuesday. 35 cents tip. Spent five dollars allowance. Two dollars. This is the Fireside Theater Radio Hour. I'll be with you next week, same time, eight to ten. Till then, this is Dave. Yes, who's been reading from the Man of Many Qualities, a legacy from the E. Jing, Almost Ancestors, the First Californians, a beautiful book from the Sierra Club, and the 1902 edition of the Sears Roebuck Catalog. Um, I've been reading. This is that's Phil. Uh, Phil, this is that's Phil. No, you're no, Phil. Go you're ahead, Phil. Go ahead, please. I have I have Major Matt Matson, Moon Mission. I didn't read from this. I have my notebook again, but I'm and confused because I forgot this was going to come I've up. Got Rhymes of a Red Cross Man. Schnitzer is alive and well in Bolivia. Robert W. Service. the back of that, man. I'm really sorry. A weekly reminder by Millie Gibson. Both my harmonicas again. The one that sounds like a and, concert. And remember, that dope that can like get you through times of no money a lot better than money can get you through times of no money. <laughs>